This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number 22. Hey, podcast listener, even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence, know that today, right now, in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. At Calm Living, we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it, to live the lives we want to live. That is what this podcast is about. Come join the Confidence Revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode 22 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. I'm your host, Candice Esposito, the founder of the Calm Living Blueprint. Thanks for listening in, and I want to send out a big thank you to all of you who've nominated the show for the podcast awards. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. The winners are going to be announced on October 27th, so fingers crossed I'll keep you updated. Have you ever gotten stuck thinking about a past traumatic event or negative event, some kind of problem, or really any kind of setback that you've had? just get stuck thinking about it over and over again. You just can't stop thinking about it like a hamster running in a hamster wheel in his cage. You know, your thoughts just seem to run around and around and around. Yeah, that's called rumination. And the results of a massive study just came out that show rumination dwelling on the negative may be the best predictor of depression and anxiety as well as determining the level of stress people experience. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss the results of this study, what the results mean to you, plus we're going to go beyond the results and I'm going to teach you how you can turn rumination into something to your advantage, a technique that you can use to actually lessen anxiety and improve your mood. So if you've ever found yourself ruminating, dwelling on the negative, you'll want to continue listening to find out exactly how you can do that. First, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the actual mp3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 22. And that's number 22 as an episode number 22. So the study I'm referring to involved the UK's biggest ever online test into stress. It was performed by the BBC's Lab UK in connection with the University of Liverpool. 32,827 people from 127 different countries took part in this online stress test. And I'll provide a link to the actual study in the show notes for you. 
The results of the test showed that people who did not ruminate on their difficulties had significantly lower levels of depression and anxiety, even if they had experienced negative events in their lives. Traumatic life events like abuse or childhood bullying were linked to being the strongest predictors of depression and anxiety when dwelled upon, and these were followed by family history, income and education, then relationship status and social inclusion. The thing is that these events didn't cause the depression and anxiety themselves. It was the rumination of these events and people blaming themselves for these events that led to depression and anxiety. So that's an important distinction the researchers made and that we need to be clear about as well. Now, of course, this is just one study. Yet, I still think we can take these findings as being quite significant. So you may be wondering, well, what do these findings mean to me? Well, I think there's a hopeful message here. People are often told that they have problems because of their past experiences or because of their genetics, things that are out of their control that they can't change. However, this isn't the full story. The way you choose to look at and deal with things can be changed. You do have control over that. So the findings from this study are actually quite positive. This is something that anyone can turn around once they are aware of it, and it doesn't cost any money to do. So how exactly do we turn rumination, dwelling on the negative, into something that can actually help us deal with depression and anxiety better? Although this particular study does not provide us with an answer to that question, we can look to other research to help us out. Before we do that though, let's try to understand rumination a bit better. So why is rumination so bad for us? Well, think about what happens after you've gone through a painful experience. Say a conflict with a friend, a breakup, a loss of a loved one, being bullied, whatever that painful experience may have been for you. You're kind of faced with a conundrum at that point, right? On the one hand, reflecting about the experience is essential since it helps you gain insights. It helps you understand what happened better. It helps you get over it. Yet, on the other hand, if you take that reflection too far, if you become preoccupied with that negative event, that's when things become problematic and you spill over into rumination. As you ruminate, you deepen the grooves in your brain, intensifying levels of depression and anxiety. Plus, your problem usually remains unresolved and may even become worse due to the fact that you're probably not acting on it since all your energy is focused on ruminating. So the question then becomes, how can we reflect on our past experiences and gain insights and meaning from them without getting caught up in the hamster wheel of rumination. Why do some people effectively learn from their negative experiences while others remain in constant struggle with them? Well, psychological scientists Oslan Eyedek and Ethan Gross, and I apologize if I've mispronounced their names in any way, these psychological scientists have been researching the answer to this question for years. In one of their studies, they asked participants to recall an intensely unpleasant experience, one that made them either very sad or very angry. 
Now, half of the participants were told to visualize the experience through their own eyes, to immerse themselves in the anger or sadness, to essentially go back to the place and time of the experience and relive the situation as if it were happening to them all over again. Then the other half of the participants were told to take a few steps back and move away from the experience, to watch the conflict unfold as if it were happening all over again to their distant selves. Okay, so kind of like a fly on the wall, observing what was happening. So another way of thinking of it is that the first group, the first group of participants look back on the painful experience in the first person, as if it was happening to them all over again, while the second group looked back on the painful experience in the third person, distancing themselves, observing it from a distance. Okay, so here's what they found. The participants who distanced themselves experienced less anger and less sadness compared to the participants who re-immersed themselves. The participants who distanced themselves had lower blood pressure levels, they were less emotionally reactive, and they were able to look at their past experience in a much more coolly analytical way that brought about insight and closure for them. They found meaning in the painful experience. Other similar studies have shown that the most severely depressed and anxious people tend to be the ones that benefit the most from getting this distance. So does the technique used in these research studies remind you of any of the steps of the Calm Living Blueprint? Well, if you guessed diffusion and pure awareness, you are correct. So diffusion is about getting distance from our thoughts and our feelings, as well as painful memories. And pure awareness is where you look at things from your observing self, that safe place that you can go to to observe things. So whether you call it the fly on the wall effect or self-distancing, basically what these researchers found is that when people are able to get distance from their painful memories, when they're able to defuse from them and observe them from a safe place, from a place of pure awareness, it results in significantly less emotional pain, less stress, and people are even able to gain better understanding and meaning from their painful experiences. And perhaps most importantly, when we use diffusion and pure awareness, it prevents us from falling into the trap of rumination, which we know, of course, leads only to worsening depression and anxiety. So diffusion and pure awareness. Okay, so here's the practical application, how you can implement this right away into your own life. And you can do this the next time you catch yourself ruminating, or you can practice it right now simply by recalling a past experience or painful memory. So zoom out until you see yourself within the scene. Then zoom out even further so you can see the scene unfold as if you were a stranger who just happened to pass by. Okay, so you want to zoom out until you see yourself within the scene and then zoom out even further so you can see the scene unfold as if you were a stranger who just happened to pass by. Allow the experience or the memory 
to play out in your mind while you maintain that third person, that distant perspective. And use that third person diffused pure awareness perspective whenever you find yourself reflecting on that experience. Notice if you feel differently looking at things from this perspective. Do you see the event in a different way? You may wish to listen to podcast episode number four about diffusion and podcast episode number nine about pure awareness. Again, to remind yourself how to use these powerful techniques. So having listened to this episode, I hope you now have a better awareness of the harmful effects of rumination, how you can use the simple techniques of diffusion and pure awareness found in the Calm Living Blueprint to not only stop ruminating, but to also turn painful memories and experiences into meaningful insights about yourself and your life. Till next time, I'm Candice Esposito. Keep calm and carry on. Mm-hmm.